What's going on, everybody? Fire up the recruiting cannons. Luke Fickle got another one, and I think it's a big-time get. We're going to talk about National Signing Day, Jamel Howard, plus your comments, plus a lot more on today's Locked On Badgers. Let's go. On with You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Lockdown Badgers, your team every single day. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings, as always. Really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, yeah, another big get for Luke Fickle. But first, today's show is brought to you by our new friends over at FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. And you know we're going to have to go live for this one, right? We got to go live if one of my favorite recruits in the class, it's also just National Signing Day, so it's a fun day to go back and recap some of what's happened. But we got to go live if Jamel Howard pops, right? And I want to be super clear on this one. I This is not a Johnny-come-lately thing for me. I have, from the moment Jamel Howard jumped on board with Wisconsin, and you can go back to the show, the receipts are there. I said, this is like one of my favorite prospects. He's underranked. He is really good. He's a big dude who who moves like a smaller dude, and he fits a really big need. This is this great marriage of you really need this type of guy on the roster, and he's a really good player, right? You could go out and find a 320-pound slob and say, well, we, we addressed the nose tackle, but he's not that good of a player. Or you can go out and find maybe a, a really good tweener on the defensive line, and you're like, well, and certainly we would take that too, right? Um, but hey, we got this really, really athletic uh, defensive end, but he doesn't really fit that nose tackle need. This Jamel Howard fits both, and I'm sorry if I'm excited. I've been the, one of the biggest Jamel Howard gets our fans since since I watched film of him. Since he was a mid three star recruit, I was talking to John Garcia about him, and I was like, "This is a big dude, but he can move. He's gonna blow up. Like he's gonna be really good." And lo and behold, what happened? Right. Um, Michigan got in on him. Old Miss got in on him. Tennessee got in on him. Um, Miami got in on him. LSU got in on him. This is a four to five star offer list. And I think people are, I think people are a little down or not that down's the wrong word. I don't think they're as excited about Jamel Howard as they should be. Right. And I think part of that is because we get so into the perception of star rankings where we first see a player. And we saw Jamel Howard as a, a three star player. And that's what he came in as. And people were like, oh, okay, a solid Badger recruit, right? That was still during the Paul Christ era. Like, all right, yeah, solid Badger recruit. And I think if he had been initially ranked as a four-star player with LSU, Michigan, Miami offers, and then we got him now, we would be losing our minds like we did with C.J. Williams because he is a blue-chip, out-of-state, defensive line talent at a school where, quite frankly, we, we don't get enough of that, right? This is a huge get. I'm going to talk about it a little later. Uh, the biggest get to this high school recruiting class. I'm just talking the high school kids right now. This is one of my top three gets in this class. I don't care where he's ranked. He's a blue chip defense alignment. Like how many of those do we get? It, it's it's as rare as getting uh, a blue chip receiver for us. You know, maybe not anymore with Luke Fickle and Phil Longo. But if you look at the great teams in college football, right, the elite teams, if we're talking about, and this is, this is what Brady Collins talks about. We're here. There's no there's no ceiling on Wisconsin. This is what Phil Longo talks about. We're here to win a national title. Like, whether it happens, who cares? Like, they're talking about it, and they've set the goal high. If you're going to do that, you need to upgrade the quarterback spot. 
right? You need to, to get better weapons and you need elite defensive line play. You think of the great teams in the last 15 years, it's, it's uh Clemson with those incredible defensive lines and great quarterbacks. It's Ohio state, right? With their Bosa brothers and, and chase young it's, Alabama with their multitude of inside pass rushers. It's LSU. Uh, it's Georgia. Every one of these schools is great quarterback check and a great defensive line check. That's why Jamel Howard is such a big get. Uh, he, I'm telling you, he's a total dude. I put the huddle film up. We're going to probably break down the huddle film later. Um, I'm so excited by it. I'm also excited by, by, you know, we talk so much about the validating points of, of Luke Fickle and the things he's done, right? This is another one. This is the second commit that left Wisconsin and that they've reeled back in with Tretch Kekahuna. I talked to John Garcia Jr. again about this again, and he said it's so rare for a school to get players back in the fold, especially especially high-level players, right? It's really difficult to do that, and the staff has done that with two of them, really important players as well. I think that's another point where you, you point to Luke Fickle and the staff, and this is a defensive guy, so Trestle, Greg Scruggs, the new defensive line coach, and you say – they really have got this recruiting thing going. Justin, um, who's on the show all the time, obviously, Justin Joka, he was bringing up a point the other day. He said, you know, is, has there been a player in the three months this staff has been here? Has there been a player they've gone after that they haven't gotten? I mean, uh, let me know in the chat, right? And we're going to do a bunch of your comments in this, too. This is just kind of a fun show. But I, I, I was kind of at a loss. I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like, they went after Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback from Virginia, but they ended up with Tanner Mordecai. So maybe that you don't really count that one. Um, they had the UNC quarterback in for a visit that ended up going to Arkansas. Um, no, he didn't even make it a visit because he didn't make it out of Arkansas, if I remember correctly. So this staff has targeted um, a, a, several, a bunch of players, and they've gotten everyone it feels like they've really gone after, which is incredibly impressive. Again, I, Jim L. Howard is the icing on the cake for this class. I think he is an enormous get. His film is really good. It's a blue star, um, blue chip, sorry, blue chip defensive line prospect. And we need, we need those. Like we just don't get enough of those to compete at the highest level on the defensive line spot. So he's an enormous get. Um, a couple other things here that um, are interesting to me with the Jamel Howard get, particularly um, Greg Scruggs, the new defensive line coach. He came in and obviously Howard was his, his big first target. Um, it's very encouraging, right? If we're starting to to take a look at the rest of the staff that Luke Fickle has built around him, right? It's in really impressive and um, encouraging that Greg Scruggs comes in and he immediately gets that plan A target. He pulls them away from Baton Rouge, right? He pulls them away from Coral Gables. He pulls them out of these, these other big time schools. And he says, no, no, he's coming back to Wisconsin. Like that, Greg Scruggs may end up being a big time dynamic recruiter for this staff. Um, and that's something that's really interesting as well. Um, the other thing I talked about with Jamel Howard is this is a guy who could play next year, right? This is a guy, uh, there's not many in this high school class. Um, I think maybe Snowden, maybe Braden Moore, maybe Tretch Kekahuna, maybe Tucker Ashcraft, Nate White, right? We're kind of in that maybe Jamel Howard could play next year. This is, this is a guy who's physically developed 320 pounds. In, there's a there's a spot on the depth chart that is screaming out for a 320 pound nose tackle with some movement ability, and that's Jamel Howard. Now it's hard to do as a freshman, right? Obviously, but Keanu Benton did it, and it's hard not to say anybody's going to be the next Keanu Benton, who, by the way, is destroying the Senior Bowl right now and looking incredible and rising up draft stocks as he should. 
That dude's a monster, and we've seen it for four years. Um, what was he? Is your third team all Big Ten? That's nonsense. Um, absolutely nonsense. But, oh, Dave and Bud, here you go. They didn't convince Mertz to stay. There you go, Dave. <laughs> As he says with the smiley emoji, that is true. This coaching staff did not get Mertz to come back. We'll just we'll just leave that content or that comment there as is um, from David. Thank you for tuning in, my friends. So yeah, this is a player, Jamel, who it wouldn't shock me. It, in fact, it would kind of surprise me if he didn't play next year. I don't think he's going to start. I think Geo Pies will be fine, but I think I think Jamel is going to play next year. I think he's an instant impact player, and I think a year after Pies leaves, he's probably the starter for the next two next two or three, depending on how long he's in Madison. That's the type of player this projects to be. You you landed a, a potential three-year starter in the middle of a defense that can be disrupted from the nose tackle position. Just a big-time, big-time get. All right, we're going to get into your comments next. I have to take a quick break. A bunch of stuff I know you all want to chat about. We're going to talk about that, plus the, the Times Square Blitz. This staff, they're doing stuff. Part of being – I've talked about this before. I talked about this with Leo Chanel when I talked about Leo Chanel, not with him. Um, part of being a fan of a sport is just enjoying it, right? Enjoying the excitement, the experience, the buzz, and putting recruits up in Times Square and that buzz it creates on social media, not just among Wisconsin fans, but I saw people tweeting about it nationally. We're going to talk about that next as well. This this staff just has a buzz to it. I think they understand the media is important, excitement's important, momentum's important. Uh, we're going to talk about that next, plus get into your comments as well. But first, today's show is brought to you uh, by our good friends over at FanDuel. been talking about FanDuel a lot. They are our new friends to the show, the, America's number one sports book, and it's Super Bowl time. This is the only app you need for Super Bowl 57. We're really excited about it. Um, and if you're new to it, that's great because you can experience all these features for the first time. Download FanDuel now for Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets. Win or lose, $3,000 back. Win or lose. Um, what would you do with three grand? I'm probably going out and buying me some some nice Badger swag. I'll tell you that. Maybe a C.J. Williams autograph card. Actually, I have one of those coming, by the way. Maybe give it away for swag. That'd be a good swag giveaway. Uh, FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spread to who'll score touchdown. And again, I've talked about Deion Sanders over over under four and a half games next year at Colorado. Ah, excuse me. I'm going to take the over. I think it's exciting. I think and their schedule's not that great, so I'm going to take the over there. Wisconsin plus ten thousand to win the national title. Why not put five bucks on it? Do it responsibly. Have fun. FanDuel app is safe, secure, super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Claim your no-sweat first bet for Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, Lockdown is also heading to the Senior Bowl. Get great analysis from the hosts that covered the that covering the NFL's next generation in college. 
Uh, find out which NFL draft board these players will be climbing all in one location. Subscribe to Locked On NFL Draft for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl. And we've talked about Keanu Benton is destroying that thing. So you're going to want to tune into that to check out the, the latest base on base, or the latest buzz on Keanu. Sorry. All right, let's keep going here. Um, let's take some comments because definitely do appreciate everybody tuning into the show. Um, Dennis, what's up, Dennis, my friend? I was here first. Yes, sir, you were. Let's see. Christopher Gerber says, we're going to put in a request to get Badger video boards or billboards in downtown Minneapolis. It would give me and so many others so much enjoyment to see Flex response. That's a winning comment right there, Christopher. I will Listen, I will not put it past this staff to put up some billboards in Minneapolis, right? Um, we're going to talk about, let's just talk about it right now, the billboards that they've been putting up. So it started kind of with the Chicago Blitz. Right. Illinois was a big target of emphasis in the last class. JT Taylor, obviously Jamel Howard. There was Roderick Pierce as well, who didn't come on board. But uh, Tyler Janzi is an Illinois kid. Right. So that's a big area of emphasis. I think it's going to continue to be a big area of emphasis. And they put up billboards in Chicago, in Illinois with those players. I thought it was a great PR move. Um, they put up billboards in Wisconsin as well. And then for signing day, we saw billboards go up in Times Square. Right. How the Varsity Collective, which has been really stepping up their game, doing an incredible job. Uh, they have a new podcast as well. You should go check it out. We're always about supporting and building other communities here. Y'all know that. Like, this is not the only place to get Badger news. There's a lot of good people out there giving up Badger content. So go check those out. Um, the Varsity Collective, which is the Badger's NIL department, put up Badger billboards on in Times Square of, of all the new recruits to give them their 15 minutes of fame. You know, I, Cole crew I saw on there. I, I sent him a quick message. He was excited about it. You know, it's just a really fun, exciting way to promote the program. It's unique. It's different. It generates buzz. And those things matter in the, the 2020 plus year in our, in the 2020s of college football. Like the, you have to have buzz in recruiting. You have to generate momentum. You have to get your program talked about. Putting up a banner in, in Times Square. Again, I saw national media people talking about it. Uh, I sent a message to John Garcia Jr. about the Sports Illustrated recruiting director, and he was just like, wow, that's that's great, right? Like, it's a way to put Wisconsin out there and get a lot of eyeballs on the program. Kids see it. They think it's cool. Like, we have, we saw current players, Skylar Bell tweeted about it, saying how cool that is. You know, it's an awesome move. So I'm really excited about it. And Christopher Gerber, yes, let's get some billboards in Minneapolis, too. Let's put them right next to the stadium. P.J. Fleck can drive by it every time he goes into work. I would love it. I'm all here for it. Uh, Commandant, the Commandant joins us. Welcome to Wisconsin, Jamal Howard Jr. This is just incredible what Fickle and staff have done since being hired. I hope I'm not living a dream on Wisconsin. You are not living a dream, Commandant. Um, it's funny. I put a tweet or a message in our Discord speaking about living a dream. What if you woke up from like a 12-month coma, right? We went to into this coma. Paul Chris was the coach. It was kind of ho-hum. And you woke up and Badgers were on video boards in Times Square. Right. That's the first image you saw when you woke up like so much as there's been it feels like a decade of institutional change forced upon Wisconsin football in three months. It's absolutely insane. And I, I had a, um, a buddy who falls Mississippi State. He said, you guys are kind of losing your mind. It's the offseason. Like Scott Frost did this. Nebraska did this. I mean, not this particularly, but one, the offseason is, is what he was saying. He's saying, calm down. And I told him, I'm like, no, no, no. Like. It's okay to be excited. Like everybody, everybody with a brain realizes they still have to win games, right? I, I don't get that pushback from people who say, no, no, don't get excited. It's the offseason. No, get, get excited. What are you talking about? You just landed five quarterbacks, seven defensive backs, 19 receivers. You have a, a coach who took Cincinnati to the playoffs coming in, 
Phil Longo, um, the staff is really good. They just landed a blue chip defensive lineman and they're putting up banners in Times Square. Be excited. That's that's why we're fans to get excited about this stuff. And yes, we all know they have to win games. Obviously, that doesn't mean you have to sit in a foxhole until they do it right or do that. That's fine. Like, I'll never tell anybody how to fan, but I'm excited. Let's see here. Um, Slim Lewis says Howard is great. Uh, but honestly expected Alabama has nine or nine, five-star 2023 recruits and are coming to camp Randall camp Randall in September of 24. Fickle is just getting started. If he wants to achieve his goals. Absolutely. I think that that kind of pinballs with what I was just saying. We, we, I think people know Fickle's just getting started. Like this has to keep building a hundred percent. Like if this is the, the high water mark of the fickle era and he doesn't recruit as well going forward and he doesn't win, it's a failure. Uh, but a, you can't compare it to what Alabama's done. Right. Saban's in what's what's what how many years now? And he's won, I think, over the last six um, recruiting cycles, he's had the top class three times. Like he's built a dynasty there. That's not Wisconsin. Wisconsin has a lot of building to even get to that point. But what we've seen in this offseason is the first building blocks. It's the first foundation to to kind of rebuilding the program up towards that trajectory. And I think that's why people are, are rightfully excited. You know, there's a long ways. Forget Alabama. Wisconsin has a long ways to go to get to um, back to nine and 10 wins and 11 wins, right? Like they have to build back to that point before they're even challenging Alabama, but this is a good first step. And I think that's why people are excited, but Slim, you're right. You know, um, there's a long ways to go to get to where the goals from the staff is stated. Now, in terms of Howard, I don't know if a lot of people expected it. I kind of did, but I, I saw a lot of other people think that maybe LSU made a big move. Miami made a big move. So I think it was kind of a pleasant surprise for a lot of people, but I kind of thought he was coming. Let's see. Monty D. Howard is the chair in the top of the recruiting class. The thick effect, the thick effect continues. Yeah, he's the cherry here. Um, he's, he's a big time get for me. I think he's just a stud. Let's keep going here. Steve Mitchell says, I like the Minneapolis billboard idea. I'd pitch in on that. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know how many of you do. By the way, this is a, maybe a good segue. So, and I'm, again, I'll never tell anybody how to fan, where, where to put their money. Um, that is none of my business. But if you are interested in supporting stuff like this, you know, the NIL, NIL Collective, geez, I can't talk to him. Too excited about this Jamel Howard news. The NIL Collective has an easy way. You can donate money and you can do it in like $25 a month. You can pick if you wanted to go to football, uh, basketball. It's a really simple, easy thing to do. You can write it off as well. Um, I'm not associated with them. I'm not trying to to advertise for them, but it is a cool way to support the program if you want to. Um, and it's a way to support these type of billboard things, which the NIL Collective did. Let's see. Derek says, uh, Greg Scruggs is that dude. Not only is he awesome on social media, the new defensive line coach, like he he won back Jamel Howard. This this was no layup, right? You were coming in and you were fighting LSU, Miami. Both of those schools have better defensive line pedigree than Wisconsin. If you're talking about who who they put into the league, right? Ole Miss, Michigan. Are you kidding me? Aiden Hutchinson was just a top five NFL draft pick. All these schools can sell defensive line depth, NFL pedigree much more. They they're probably higher. Um, stature programs. Yeah, Greg Scruggs could be a, a big time dude at the defensive line. Uh, TTEN27, what's up, my friend? Thanks for jumping on. Locked on Badger should have a tailgate party before game next, this year. Yes, it's happening. Um, so I have plans here. Uh, I think for the spring game slash practice, we're going to try to do some type of get together, get some food, beer, trivia, uh, sway giveaway. I think that's going to, tr- I'm going to try to make that happen. And then for one of the games next year, I think we're going to get together and have a big tailgate, invite everybody in the Discord, everybody on the show. Uh, I think it's going to be really fun. So I, I am definitely kicking that around. Let's see. Let's keep going here. 
Um, Logan Couch says, are we a more dangerous team this year? The answer is an, an, is a emphatic yes. Yes, it is, because we can pass the ball, <laughs> right? Like just the, the notion of the forward pass makes us more dangerous, and that is a sad bar. It's not a high bar. Um, the defense could take a step back, though, for sure. There's questions on this team still. I, I never want to come on this show and just pretend or act like everything's perfect because there's real questions on the defensive side. There's questions of continuity, how – how quickly the players are going to pick up this new this new staff system on both sides of the ball. But, yeah, we're definitely more dangerous next year. We have more weapons. Um, a lot of pieces are back. The offensive line is going to be more veteran. I expect Braylon to have a great year. Uh, Tanner Mordecai is an obvious improvement. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun next year. Uh, Bagley Badger says the advertising initi initiatives lately have been cool and interesting. I like the approach. I agree. And – like the, the Times Square thing is is really kind of a, a really cool big leap. But some of this stuff doesn't even require that big of a leap. It's just it feels like Wisconsin's just joining the current generation of programs. Right. We were so far behind that some of this stuff, like putting up a billboard in Chicago, when it happened, people were like, oh, my gosh, do you see a lot of programs have been doing stuff like that? Wisconsin is just really lagged behind, you know, so it feels like we're catching up. And even that's pretty excited. Exciting. Sorry. Um, let's take one quick break here. We'll get to a bunch more of your comments. Then I also want to do a bit of a recap with the 23 high school class, who I think my top three kids are, why I think the bottom's so strong, who, who are the biggest gets in my opinion. Plus, I want your takes on that. We're going to get into that next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a really quick break for some of our friends of the show. All right, let's get back into this. Um, really do appreciate all of y'all making this show, this community, this this thing we're doing incredible. Um yeah, it's humbling, honestly, to, to have for, to built to where it is, to have the Discord going, to have people in the live chat. Um, and it's really a reflection of the, the the community. It's not me. It's it's all of us. So I uh, really do appreciate all of you on that one. Let's talk this this 23 high school class. Let's um, avoid this the transfers just for a second. So I want your three most important gets of the 23 high school recruiting class. Um, here's mine right here. I've got Amari Snowden. I've got Tretch Kekahuna and I've got Jamel Howard. Those are my three most important gets of the 23 class. Now, there's a lot of ways you can go with this. There's really no wrong answers. Originally, I would have had Cole LaCrue in this, by the way. But I think getting Evers, Mordecai, uh, Locke, not that I, I'm absolutely not writing off Cole LaCrue. But I think those other players maybe lessen his overall importance a little bit. Um, and Tretch Kekahuna, I think you're getting a, a impact mismatch receiver that Wisconsin does not have on the roster and Jamel Howard. Well, I've talked everything about Jamel Howard and then in Amari Snowden, you get a six, three physical freak, you know, so who can play safety or corner and maybe gives you someone who can neutralize some of what Ohio state brings, some of what Penn state brings, some of what Michigan brings, you know, so let me know your three most important gets of this class. Um, and we'll get into those. Let's see. Ty says, I agree. I would just switch Snowden and Kekahuna. Yep. So Ty, you're right there with me. Ian says Jamal Snowden and Nate White. Nate White's a good one. Like that's an interesting pick because I talked about Jamel Howard playing early. Nate White could play early too, right? Because for two reasons. Um, the first one is it's a thin running back room. And, and Ian says that dead on Ian. Um, thank you for the comment, by the way. But the other one is if you look at what Phil Longo wants to do, what does he always say? And I, I talked about this with Rob Booker and uh, the Rob Booker commit. He says, I want to get people in space, athletes in space. Where is Nate White's greatest strength? Athlete in space, right? So I think Nate White could be super interesting. Um, Logan Couch says, 
Snowden, Jansey, and Arnold. Yeah, Tyler Jansey's a great pickup. He is he is a big time talent. I love him, man. And Jace Arnold is fast. So uh, again, this these answers are kind of spilling into what's going to be my next point, and which I'm going to get to in a second. Guy says Howard, Braden Moore, and the receiver from Oklahoma State, Bryson Green. So I was taking the transfers out of it, but either way, guy, you're dead on. Bryson Green's a huge pickup, um, and Braden Moore is a safety who, you know, he could play right away too. Now safety's pretty deep, but he brings certain types of physical tools and measurables that I think are really strong. So it's a good class. So let me take some of those comments and get into my next point. And my next point is I looked at the bottom six um, rated recruits just by the 247 composite in this class. And none of them feel like a big reach to me. That's, that's the, I think, the unique thing with this class. It's not the greatest high school class ever. We got started a little late. You know, obviously a coaching change kind of kills momentum in a lot of spots. But when you look at this high school class, I don't see any reaches. I really don't. And I'm not a I'm kind of a homer. Listen, I have biases, but I'm not like, I'll, I'll call it how I see it. There's previous classes where I've been able to say, you know, this guy really, uh, uh, not sure here. If that's a scholarship dude, I hope so. And I always root for him. But the bottom six in this year's class, it's um, Justin Taylor, who I think is a, just a big time athlete. I, I love his film, actually. I think he's underranked. Uh, Jordan Mayer, the edge player. He's, he's an interesting one because I'm not sure where he's going to play. But he brings a lot of physical tools to that spot. Um, Cole Crew, you're getting a one of your bottom players in this class is a, a state championship winning quarterback that 6'3 can move in as a big arm. Like that, it's absolutely not a reach. And I said that from the first time I saw his film before he got offered by anybody. I said this is a D1 dude. What are we waiting for? Um, Christian Allegro, the, the Connecticut sleeper who is like a safety linebacker hybrid. You talk about him in this trestle system with the, you know, some of the hybrid players that they traditionally used. Allegro is a big-time athlete. I uh, love his game. And then Tucker Ashcraft is the lowest-rated recruit in this class. I've, I've said it before. That dude's built like a, a red oak, right? He can catch the ball. He's good size, just dominating in the point of attack. So I think you go down the list, and there's just not a lot of reaches here, which is really exciting to me. Um, let's get into this again. Slim Lewis says, James Duran, likely the best offensive player in the 23 freshman class. Yeah, he's a good one. And he's a good one that I think you can put right into the middle of an offensive line and, and project there, right? In an, in an offensive line group that has a bunch of 6'6", six, 6'7", six, 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 type dudes on the staff, on the roster, Duran's going to be in the inside. He's going to be nasty. Um, recruiting services really caught up on him, too. He started off kind of mid-three, and eventually he really worked his way up into that four-star range. Uh, high three, low four-star, I believe. He's a nasty player. Really liked him. Um, Ian S. says Ashcroft has been looked has been overlooked, honestly, with all this stuff happening. I think he's going to be great. Yeah, I, I wonder about the overall ceiling with Ashcraft, Ian. Um, I think he has a really high floor, and I think he's going to be a really good college player. I don't know if he has the athleticism to be great, but uh, listen, I, who knows, right? All these players are 18, 17, 18, and 19 years old. They're all going to change a ton in the next couple of years. Um, Ashcraft's a big-time get, and I'm surprised he wasn't recruited as or wasn't recruited more highly. You know, when I talk to John Garcia about him specifically, he's one of the and John Garcia doesn't blow smoke like he's an optimist. He but he doesn't come on and make stuff up. He said um, about Ashcroft, he said, that's a guy who when I put on the film, I was surprised I hadn't heard more about him because he's such a solid prospect. So um, definitely one there. I like Logan says, uh, oh, let me go to Kyle. Sorry, I didn't get Kyle's. He said Howard White and Ashcraft. 
Ashcroft, sorry, our tight end room hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yeah, those are three really big gets. I agree. And again, you're talking Ashcroft is actually the lowest rated of this 247 class. I think he's a big time steal at that spot. And that speaks to the depth of this class. There's not as many, it, the high end players aren't in this one as much as hopefully we will get next year. But I think the transfer class kind of augments those high end players, is my opinion. All right, let's keep going here. Um, Commandant Clink says, everyone stay excited. Yes, there's a lot of work to get the pieces of the puzzle to fit together, but at least his staff is getting the proper pieces to complete the puzzle. Yeah, right. That's the requisite first step. You have to get the first, you have to get the puzzle pieces before you put the puzzle together. And I think we also, listen, there's also something to be said about this staff coming over has experience in not just getting those puzzle pieces, but they've proven that they can do that next step of putting it together, right? Some staff is our, some staffs are talent accumulators, but they can't figure it out. Um, I would always say Nebraska's staff under Scott Frost have been typically like that. Like Nebraska's recruited quite a bit of talent, but they can never put the pieces together. Luke Fickle's staff has proven they can do that at Cincinnati. Like there's a track record there. And now they're going to get better pieces at Wisconsin. I think there's a ton to be excited about here. Um, some more comments get into this. Let's see. Um, Thomas Miller says, if I win the Powerball tonight, I will help with the NIL collective. Let's go, Thomas. I like that. We'll have, listen, we'll have billboards in every city in America if Thomas gets this thing going. Let's see. Um, do you have a link for the Discord? Yeah, I'll put that. I'll, I'll pop that in at the end, so it'll be in the chat. Um, definitely would love to have all y'all in the Discord. If you haven't joined the Discord yet, in fact, let me just do that right now. I'm going to make that invite. Copy, and it should be right here, y'all. So if you want to, no pressure either way, um, join the Discord, talk Badger Sports with us. There's no fee. It's completely free. You guys get, um, we'll get previews of shows in there. Like, I'll tell you, hey, we got this guest coming up. Do you have any questions? You know, so um, it's definitely worth it in my opinion. Let's see. Talking about um, Logan Couch says Colorado Buffaloes will have six wins. Yeah, I'm taking the over on four and a half with Dion. Y'all let me know, but I'm taking the over there. Uh, there was a question up here about has Wisconsin ever had a five-star recruit from Mark D. So there's been several, um, you know, Josh Oglesby off the top of my head, certainly Logan Brown, um, Rucci um, is, is a five-star. So basically offense alignment, right? Like that's, that's basically it. John Clay was almost a five-star. If I remember correctly, he was like the highest ranked four-star you could be. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I'm thinking of. Yep, Adam Otto says mostly five, mostly uh, several five stars, mostly offensive line. Jim Sainsbury says most recent was Logan Brown for sure. Um, yeah, and Mark D says Rucci was a five star. So I think we're gonna wrap it up there, y'all. I really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, you guys are awesome. Slim Lewis, always, always one of the friends of the shows. Ryan, these are great shows. Appreciate you, man. On Wisconsin, Slim, I appreciate you. And Wes and Ian and um, Christopher and Paul, everybody on this thing that I've that I've seen in here, Kyle Bauman, Logan, Commandant, Carnus, um, just keep going, guy. There's so many people in the chat. Brian, really, really do appreciate it. You guys are awesome. We have a bunch more content coming up tomorrow. You'll see a, a show with John Garcia drop. We're talking the tight ends. We're talking Nathan Roy. There's a great bit in there about Nathan Roy, uh, how high John Garcia is on him. Calls him potentially if he if he can snap the ball since he's potentially the best center prospect in the country. Um, coming up after that is a show with Jason Jordan where we're talking con. He's the Sports Illustrated basketball recruiting director. We're talking con Knipple. We're talking uh, Kai Rogers, the twenty five center out of Milwaukee. 
Um, coming up after that, we should have Rob Booker coming on the show. So pay attention. Stay tuned for that one. That one's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot coming up. Um, I'm still hopeful. There's a couple more in the works, too, that you guys are I don't want to throw those out there because they're not confirmed. But there's a couple more in the works that y'all y'all be excited about. I'll just say that. So on Wisconsin, really do appreciate y'all so much. Wes, appreciate you. Jim, appreciate you. Uh, Commandant, as always, sir. Welcome to the welcome to the channel again. Um, on Wisconsin, let's keep it going.